right, let's start. Uh, <laughs> uh, welcome to episode 59 of the Cigar Box Guitar Builder. Uh, I am Adam Harrison, and with me, it's becoming... I am Mark Wilmot. <laughs> I was about to say it's becoming... Oh, sorry, I, was about to wait for, I was about to wait for my introduction. <laughs> no, no, not at all. I was just saying it's, about to, it's becoming a bad habit. That's it. <laughs> All right, I'm going to see if you're turned up here. Now, first and foremost, I wanted to say a big thank you to um, all those wonderful people who are uh, following us on uh, and have uh, subscribed to uh, the channel on Podbean and or on iTunes. Um, a very big thank you to to you. Um, and another enormous thank you to those people who are... Um, Pledging their hard-earned dollars um, to the show. Actually, um, we've actually got people who are uh, who are openly saying, "Hey, I value the show, and here's here's a couple of bucks to put in the kitty." So, big thanks. Oh, that's lovely to hear. It is. It is. You know what? I'm just going to banter on for two seconds, and while I banter on for two seconds, I'm actually going to phone you back on the mobile phone. Because I think that was that okay. was, that was better. All right, thanks everybody. We've just gone onto the mobile phone and and not using um, messenger. Um, and also, Mark, a big thank you for not um, sanding things today. <laughs> Is that you told me not to? Because that might happen. Oh, I had a listen back to it, and all you could hear oh, no, was... No, I, I won't stand it today. Yeah, it was... <laughs> I had this guy call me, he goes, he goes, what's happening in the background there? I said, I think Mark was sanding something. He said, he was sanding something for a long time. <laughs> it was. So you haven't said that I can't be on Blaze. No, well, I, let's assume that we're, we're not doing any woodworking while we're speaking. <laughs> It's just for safety reasons, too. Well, I'll, I'll be good. Okay. <laughs> I'll believe that when I see it. <laughs> well, what's... All right, well, let's... Yeah, let's how are you? Mate, I'm actually... I'm actually pretty good. Um, exhausted, very tired, and um, but in a, in a yeah. very good way because, you know, I was just up in Queensland uh, a couple of weeks ago uh, to catch up with some family. Uh, I was only up there for a couple of days. Otherwise, I definitely would have dropped oh. into your neck of the woods um, up on the old Sunshine yeah, Coast. Ooh, you drove past me. Yeah, I probably flew over you. <laughs> oh, okay. oh, you went straight up there, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh, just it was just it's an hour and a half, man. It's it's actually less time. It's less time to go from Sydney Airport to Maroochydore Airport than it is to actually catch the train from where I am here at Hazelbrook to um to to the city. So it's just it beggars yeah, that's just unbelievable. It's so, because in my day, you used to fly and attach to catch three flights. No, it's not that bad. Oh, you were lucky. <laughs> <laughs> so, no, look, it's all, everything's really good. Um, I was, um, I'm going through a little bit of a, a renaissance at the moment. A couple of things have happened which have made me kind of rethink, um, like product lines, uh, things that I'm doing. Um, I'm now looking at trying to get the that Lightning Boy range that I do um, as actually a stock order, so that I don't, so people don't have to actually order them and wait, because um, it's just, it's just taking time. Yeah, have a few, have you going at a time? Yeah. 
Yeah, you know, so it's 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 taking upwards of four weeks to you know to build the guitars and everything, and and ideally, what I'd like to do is get the necks pre-done, have everything you know kind of preset. That way, if somebody, if I've if I don't have stock in the shop, at least I've got the necks already made, and I can just save a whole heap of time. It's um, it's that, but also um, uh, a couple of the, the, there is a topic I wanted to talk about. Actually, I didn't send it to you, so I'm um maybe I'm maybe I'm um. I'm being a little bit, not paranoid, but maybe I'm being a little bit harsh with the topic, but one of the reasons why I'm kind of rethinking the line is that I, I've got a particular, there's, I have a particular look about the guitars that I build, and I've kind of, I've built that look up over, I think, maybe what, the last six years of building Cigarbox guitars. I've kind of, it's evolved into a particular look. And what's happened is that, Every now and again, I'll get people contacting me because of the website and because of you know we're, you know the, the YouTube channel and and we're sharing ideas here and doing all that stuff, which is which I love to do. Don't get me wrong; I'm not having a, a big whinge saying, "Oh, you know, you're stealing all my ideas and all that." I don't care about that. That's all. That's all cool. But I think while we're building, you you tend to create kind of a, a particular look. Like when you look at your guitars, you can uh, look at it and you you just go, "Oh, wow." That's 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 a mark special. That's just I can see that. Or when you know, or when you, yeah, I do. You know, you can see that. You can see the particular work that you do. Or you know, you can see like Pat Proctor. Pat Proctor does you know the most beautiful guitars over in Western Australia. Oh, you can see what Pat does. He does, doesn't he? He's just magical. Yeah. But the, everything that you build, and even me in my own very rudimentary way, in my own very you know, I don't know, austere looking way, I suppose. I think I made a word up. Um, I've created a look. I've created a kind of a look, you know, a, a, an image where people look at it. The idea is to think, oh, I can see that, and it looks like a Birdwood guitar. So I'm trying to work well, on that's that. That's what you want. Yeah, yeah. It's you know, I'm not, I'm not saying that I'm, I'm going to be rivaling Fender or Gibson or anything like that. But oh, I wouldn't worry about Gibson. Yeah. <laughs> but every now and again, every now and again, like I'll get contacted by someone who says, oh, who'll say, oh, look. You know, I did this and da-da-da, and there was one gentleman who called me um, a few months ago. He contacted me and sent me some really beautiful pictures of, he bought a Lightning Boy guitar from me, and he got inspired, and it inspired him to start building his own. And I could see, he built three guitars, and I could see what he borrowed from the Lightning Boys, you know, and I kind of went, that's great, but they don't look like my guitars. I could see what he'd done, but they don't look like my guitars, right? But there's someone out there, and I'm not going to use names, I'm not going to poo-poo and all this sort of stuff, but it's just gotten to a point where a few months ago I noticed, oh, they're starting to do something that I do. Oh, that's interesting. And then all of a sudden I noticed a month or so after that, oh, they're doing something else that I do on the same guitar. And now there's someone, now they're doing three things on the instrument that look exactly like what I build. And it's like, it's just... Is this just, uh, is it just a coincidence? Or is someone kind of going, oh, I'm just going to take that, I'll take that, I'll take that? I don't know. It's peculiar. You and know, it, innovation is, you know, pretty, it's, what's the highest form of flattery or whatever it's called? Yeah, I imitate, yeah, imitation, but it's, you're not doing your own thing. And this is a relatively well known builder. I'm going to say that. It's a relatively well known builder who's been around for a very long time. And it's basically. Guitars that I've been building, and I, you could sit them there and go, wow. And you can see the progression over the last couple of months, or I've been able to see the progression over the last maybe six months or so, where they're starting to look 
really like my guitars. And I'm sitting there going, okay, what am I going to do? I figured I'll innovate. I'll change again. So I've kind of, I've been building cigar box guitars now that are slightly like different from what I've done. They're still kind of similar ideas and things like that. But I don't know. How does it, how do you feel about that? It's to me, it just, it felt a little bit like, Oh wow. Okay. Really? I think it happens regularly. It was at this point that we lost connection. Uh, so we'll carry on, uh, at the moment. Okay. So we're back guys. Sorry. We are just having a wonderful time with, um, with my Apple computer at the moment. No thanks to Apple. <laughs> I'm going to call Mark back in two seconds. Here we go. Let's see if we can get Mark back on the phone. And we'll have to try and figure this out somehow. But um, anyway, we're talking... Yeah, so try and figure this out. We're talking about borrowing ideas and where you get ideas from. And, and when it gets to a point where you're actually just copying somebody. And... Um, What's the difference between actually blatantly copying somebody and actually taking some ideas and then doing your own thing with it? Um, you there, buddy? Um, yeah, I am. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so we'll see how we go, mate. All right. All right. So, um, yeah, so I was just saying that this, uh, the idea, I suppose, was that when does it get to a point where, uh, you know... Uh, uh, blatantly copying. So, what's the difference between maybe blatantly copying somebody and copying and through and through, and then actually taking ideas and actually doing something, you know, and and borrowing ideas. What what do you think about the topic? Well, I have no issue with the, the general borrowing of ideas. I think that's how we move forward in in, in everything we do. Mm. We're going to take a little bit of an idea from someone, but the. What makes us different is by taking that idea and making it our own somehow. Uh, that, that being said, look, this may just be a coincidence. It may just be really close. It's highly unlikely. Yeah. Uh, but you know, it is possible. Um, I've noticed my builds, you know, the people pinch stuff from my builds all the time. And that's fine. Uh, I did the same thing when I started building, but I didn't do it for long. And I certainly didn't pick someone specific out and go through, you know, go through their stuff with a fine tooth comb to, yeah. so I would have it the same. Yeah. Uh, not to say it doesn't happen, it, it does. Um, I think headstocks are a big issue with that. I've noticed a couple of people who have made guitars very similar to mine. Uh-huh. Yeah. It's, um, it's, see, it's funny. Well, like, I've, I've, I... ne I've never thought... You're right, you go. I said I've never really focused on a specific builder. I, I just enjoy everyone the way everyone does things. Well, I think when I um, when I first... and I do I, to be honest, Aaron, to be honest, Adam, I've, I've pinched a few ideas from you too. Well, yeah, but, but I, yeah, but your guitars don't look anything like mine. They're far better. <laughs> no, well, I wouldn't I wouldn't go that far. But we, they're certainly different. But I, I have taken certain like I've got a few builds on the moment go on the moment that are actually spoken for. But I, I actually like the way you recess your. Um, what are they called? The the washers in the, for the tuners. Well, the machine. Well, actually, I'll tell you straight away. That's 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 uh, that was an idea that I borrowed from a gentleman named uh, Malinowski. Uh, Malinowski guitars in the US, and I, I'm very open about sharing where I get get particular ideas from. Um, you know, Malinowski. He one of the reasons he does that is because you can actually stand on one of my guitar necks, right, and it won't break. The headstock will stay because it's it's well, it's that two by one inch. 
you know, and it is so super strong, it's not funny. Like, it will, you can bounce up and down on those necks, and they just will not break. They're as, they're as tough as anything. Um, and that's yeah, I like basically that. where I got that idea. Okay. Because I think the first time I saw it was actually Tom Bills from uh, the, was it the Luthier's Edge, I believe his, his website. And he does that because, you know, you don't, you don't crack your, your finish when you tighten up the nut. Yes. <laughs> that's true. That's true. But it's just, yeah, it's just a wonderful, it's just a really great way of doing things. I mean, that's that's one of the things that, that this particular builder has gone and used. And that's and if it was just that, that would be, per- like, I that would be perfectly fine. Because I looked at that and I thought, well, I borrowed that. But I also borrow ideas from, like, Daddy Mojo. Like, obviously, I, you know, I borrow ideas. Shane Spiel was one person. Like, when I first started out, like, Shane's videos and Glenn Watts' videos, when I first started building guitars, mate, I... You know, I would look at those and go, "Oh wow, that, that, that's I like how he's done that," and I might try that. And but ultimately, I just it would ultimately be just me sitting there with some timber, thinking, "What am I going to do?" And you yep. just went and did it. You know, it wasn't a case of just copying blatantly, going, "Oh, I'll grab that," and I'll you know, I'll just I'm going to. I could very easily turn around and say, "Right, well, I'm just going to make. I'm in Australia. Daddy Mojo's in Canada. I'm going to make my guitars exactly the same as Daddy Mojo." I, I could do that, yeah. but I don't want to do that. I want to be, you know, I want to be different. Do something different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's like I said, it's not. This isn't a big. <laughs> the idea wasn't to have a big bitch session about about, about other builders. It's certainly not that because, as I said, like I, I love the idea of people looking at looking at the guitars that I build and thinking, right, I can do something like that. I can take that and do something else with it. And I think that's that's probably one of the one of the coolest things about actually being being a guitar builder or a cigar box guitar builder or whatever, is to actually, as you said, you know, imitation is the greatest form of flattery, and it's a wonderful thing yeah. when somebody does that. But all I can say is that, you know, for people who are listening, if you're going to do something like that, make sure you make it your own, do your own thing with it, and create something I'll special. Give credit. Yeah, or give credit. You know, it's that's that's all fine as well. In fact, that that's what I was saying. The new guitars that I'm building now, um, <laughs> I'm doing a range called the uh, traditional range, and the idea basically was that uh, there's a lot of people out there who can't. Now, I want to be blunt. They they when they're on the internet, buying off the internet or buying off wherever, or even when they walk into the shop, they don't have two hundred and twenty or two hundred and fifty dollars to spend on a cigar box guitar. You know, they don't have that. So I wanted to do a guitar for about $150 that people could come in, they could grab a great guitar, you could plug into an amplifier. So I've gone, I've done the old stick on top of the box trip, you know, and it's just, they've worked beautifully with a piezo, little piezo pickup under there. And I've just, you've got no idea, man, how much fun I've been having. I found all these old um, fence posts and I've just been building <laughs> necks out of old fence posts and they've got nail holes in them and it's just like it's just so cool. It's just so totally, totally not you know where I was going, which was trying to build basically you know super super fashionable instruments. Well, these are the complete opposite yep. of that. They're wonderful. <laughs> They're quite simple too, which is really good. Oh, I love it. It's well, just like me, mate. You know, <laughs> <laughs> not, not that type of simple. Though. Now, now talk. Now that's that's basically what's happened in my world. So I mean, that's that's pretty much me. But what's 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 happening with you? I've noticed that you've been doing some cool things out of MRWS uh, Cigarbox Guitar yes, Emporium. Yes. It's me. Um, I look. I've been really getting into making my own knobs. Um, I think. 
I think we've, we've actually discussed this before, but this time around I'm getting a little bit more complex with um, the timber arrangements before I get it on a lathe. And I can tell you right now, I've nearly lost the plot a few times. <laughs> I don't know if you've noticed, I did a, a checkerboard-style one recently. Yes. Yeah, I saw that. Um, yeah, well, it's become a little bit more intense now. I've checked it every four to five mil on the um, vertical as well. <laughs> so the next one's going to be even more difficult. But what I'm trying to do is get together... Um, kits so people can like want to do I'm doing a video at the moment on how to make knobs just using a, a hand drill yeah and, and of course the, the, the you know shameless plug but trying to get get my uh, those brass inserts that I use to yeah. be sold so I'm going to make kits so I'm going to you know try and sell Australian timbers with a few bits in, of uh, the, the brass in there and then people can make their own knobs because I think a, that's another big thing that's you know, a fantastic plastic idea. and metal is great but I, I think timber looks fantastic Oh, it's lovely. Yeah, yeah. I remember doing one. Um, I remember doing some with um, uh, dowel. I did it with. Some, I got. I had some dowel and just. I had a ball with it, just kind of like shaping it, and you know, and and it was very. Again, it was very rudimentary. It was nothing like you know this beautiful shaping that you're doing on the lathe. It was just basically just cut cut it down, square it off, trim the edges, and you know, st- drill a hole and hammer it onto the knot. And it was just like it worked. You know, it was really cool. It was good fun. But then I just went. That's just taking me like forty minutes, <laughs> and I and I do sit there like when I do because I because I build to sell and because I build I'm you know and I'm going to use the word the horrible word building for profit because I build for profit yeah. not just not just the artistic factor of it I've got to look at everything sure. that I do and think is that cost effective and that's why I'm looking at what you're doing there and I'm thinking Mark's going to have to sell those for twenty bucks a pop what do you do what are you going to do. <laughs> Max the pop, you wish. <laughs> <laughs> I said, I said, put three sets aside for me. I might have to take that back. <laughs> yeah, some of the no- some of the knobs are twenty bucks a pop. Yeah, <laughs> not those ones. Yeah, I kind of, yeah, I kind of had a feel. Yeah, it's that they are just that work that must go into that. It's a labour of love, obviously, mate. Yeah, they're actually sold. They got sold the day I posted it. Just. <laughs> Yeah, uh, can I have a guess who bought them? You uh, can, but you won't be right. Oh, really? Oh, okay. All right. Now, because I was thinking, like Pat might do. Pat might have. Then it, they clicked him ahead with if Pat like Pat could, Pat does that. Like oh, it'd be did. someone who doesn't. He'd doesn't be able to do make it. his own anyway. Not Nigel. <laughs> no, 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 no one you know, and it's actually for a, a standard guitar, not a cigar box. Really? Guitar. Oh, lovely, lovely. Uh, that's just, they are so nice, man. I swear to God, they are so, so nice. It's, uh, yeah, everyone yeah, get get there and check out Mark's. <laughs> Have you got them on the site or anything like that or any information on the site about no, it? No, no, no. I don't know if I'll be selling them via the site because, you know, I tend to make them as I do, you know, yeah. as I need them. Yeah. Um, but I just got, I, did, I got a whole bunch of orders, like, within hours of posting that, so I'm pretty lucky that way. That's a I cracker. Uh, yeah, they are really, really nice. If you haven't had a chance, guys, go and check out Mark's um, Instagram. What's your Instagram going by? MRWS still or Cigarbox? No, Emporium? no, this is a different one. I do this one via Devil's Hands Workshop. Oh, okay. You're getting confusing. I am. <laughs> and so am I. Is it your cryptic way of keeping everybody, like, just on the edge? <laughs> no, one, one is basic, just, just my everyday doings, timber work in general, not guitars. Yeah. Or maybe the solid body guitars, my gardening, all that sort of stuff. And the other one is cigar boxes. Yeah. Sweet. Can't go wrong. Yeah. All right. Well, that's anything else happening? What's happening with those machine heads, mate? <laughs> oh. 
Sometimes a boat takes a long time to get from China to Australia. <laughs> Next topic. Next topic. Yep. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, this week we've got um, our guitar of the week. Well, actually, first things first. I digress a little bit, guys. I really apologise for for. We're still trying to make this a weekly program. Um, <laughs> things have kind of gotten up, but we will endeavour to try and keep this being a weekly program. I do promise. Um, we've got a wonderful build by Rob Ellis from our uh, our group, the Cigarbox Guitar Builder um, Group. Uh, Rob Ellis actually posted this on the 17th of August, and it's uh, Dragons. Um, it's a Dragons. Looks like a solid body. What do you reckon? It does look like a big chunk of something. Um, I'm not sure. Maybe... I don't know. It looks like a bit of softwood, to be honest, but I could be wrong. Maybe... It looks fantastic. I'm assuming it's called a dragon because it's been... What's that Japanese... Um, well, the burning. Art, art, art of burning? Yeah. Kabuki or something <laughs> like that. Sounds like that, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Well, they burn it with... um. Yeah. Ben Crimson. What was it? Crimson Guitars. He, um, he did it with uh, gunpowder. He put it oh, under. Really? Yeah, he put it. He put um, a whole heap of gunpowder on top of a. I can't remember what he was burning. It might have been a tabletop. He was burning. He was burning something. But he he put all. Suzuki gun- barn. Who? Ichiban. Suzuki barn. Ichiban. No, Shusugi barn. Shusugi barn. Japanese wood burning. Yeah, well, I've butchered that three times. I'm not even going to try and say that. Burning stuff. So. <laughs> yeah, burning stuff and making it look good, like every Japanese person does. Yeah, they just oh, tend to be good at everything. Yeah, it's like. <laughs> I, I, this is this is gorgeous, man. But yeah, the, the using the gunpowder was like crazy. He set, set it up, and it went bang, and like it was burnt through, and like had all these pit marks and everything from the gun. It was very cool. Anyway, this is really cool. This is so looks like they burnt it. He's burned it with a blowtorch or something, and brought out the the tannins. Is that what comes out the tannins when they goes all stripy? Uh, I guess so. It's just the the sap lines. I guess. I'm yeah. Not entirely sure. It just brings out yeah brings out the softer timber between the the ears. I guess. But he's done a gorgeous job on that, and it made me think. There's a few. There are actually a few builders out there who are doing um, solid body, like cigar box guitar inspired builds. Now, there's a couple of people I reckon everybody should go and check out for us. There's yourself, of course. Yep. Uh, you, you you're doing some absolutely beautiful stuff with um you know with with some gorgeous Aussie timbers. Um, Indeed. Every now and again, I'll go and do something. I'll do an old dog bowl resonator. Um, or a noise. Oh yeah, yeah, well, yeah, yeah. There's 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 a lot happening on the electric guitar side of the business as well. So, um, we're we're doing a lot actually with um because I like reusing. Well, you know me, I'm a big fan of the old the old Japanese guitars from the 60s. And yep. 80, 85% to 90% of those guitars were all built using plywood, industrial ply, um, for the bodies. And I've always been a fan of it because to me it's, it's, it's resonant, it's strong, it's easy to use. And the best thing about it is I basically get it off old building sites. So it's all stuff that was going to get thrown out anyway. So for me, yep. it's, it's also a case of, of trying to stop timber going into landfill i'm not using old growth timber um well that i know of um you know and it's it's just it's fun to work with i actually quite like it because it's really irregular it's you know it's a bit like me i love irregular things i just it's and it's different and people play them in the shop and they go what's this made from and i go and i tell them it's plywood and they go what like and they said they wouldn't have had a clue they wouldn't have had a clue what they're made from anyway i digress um 
So there's there's two that I reckon people should jump out there and go and check out for solid body um, cigar box guitar inspired instruments. The first one is a fella I think he's in England. Uh, it's Junksville Guitars. He's based in the UK. Um, oh, he's amazing. I love those guitars. Thank you. Amazing, amazing builds. Like three and four string instruments. I think he does six strings too, doesn't he? Uh, I'm not entirely sure to be honest. I mean, I see them come and go on on Facebook. So yeah, he's a real he's a real rockabilly rebel too. Like he's a really interesting, uh, interesting bloke. You know, he just he's he's always his videos are very well produced. Um, so you can actually find him on. Uh, I think on on fa- you can find him on Facebook and Instagram, I believe. Uh, not Instagram, um, although I haven't tried. Let me let me double check that. Um, but you can definitely find him on YouTube. Um, and the other one who was probably my favourite, I really love this guy. Whoever whoever this guy is that does it's Swamp Witch Swamp Witch Guitars. And have you okay. seen them? I haven't. Oh. He does the he does the best videos. They're really artistic. They're out of this world. Um, theme guitars, um, basically very similar in shape. I will say to to Rob's, but different in their own way. I think they're relatively hollow. Um, but he basically builds them out of old uh, out of he builds it all, all out of old timber. The necks are the ninety. I think they're all fretless instruments. Um, and he uses, you know, a range of different pickups and stuff like this, but they are brilliant. Go and check them out, man. It's called Swamp Witch Guitars, and he does awesome videos through... And the videos only go for like a minute and a half. You know, they're like, this is what I do, this is what I have, this is it, go and check it out. And it's uh, they're really fun. They're really, really, really cool fun. Um, so, yeah, so they're, they're the two uh, solid-body builders that if apart from myself and mark who if you want to go and check out you know what what they're doing and if you you know any more guys um get into get in contact with us or put a little post up on the on the group remember everybody that group is there for you if you're on the facebook group um that's your group you can put your builds there and you know we're, we're getting some fantastic feedback lots and lots of people joining which is awesome um we're i think we're approaching 500 so oh, really yeah which is really good and i'm not I must admit, I'm not heavily promoting it. Um, I've, um, it, it's just, it's people who are coming and finding us and hearing about us, uh, and yeah, and just having a having a blast. Um, so that's that. I've got, I'm being attacked by cats now. I'm down sailor. Thank you. Okay. Um, <laughs> um, where are we here? Let's talk about this. This Rob Ellis's one again. Oh I'm yes, please. This nut and I'm trying to figure out if it's going through. Like, oh, is it an antler? Oh, an antler. Where are we here? I'm trying to. He's the nut. I think he's using an antler. An antler. Yeah, you know, from a deer. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's got a three. He's got a three-string bridge. I don't think I can see it on my pictures. Okay. And he's oh, there's plus three. Oh, there's the neck pocket is. Oh, okay. Yes. Is that some rope? Might be rope. Interesting detail. But that looks like a dragon I don't eye. Like it. Look at look at next yeah, to I can the. Yeah, see the dragon eye on the side. Yeah. So guys, R E, yeah, for Rob Ellis. Rob Ellis, seventeenth uh, of August. He posted that on the fa- on our group, uh, the the cigar box guitar builder group. Um, yep. Go and check it out. And he's got a it looks like a dragon print on the back of the guitar, a blue dragon yeah. print there, which looks really great. Guitar strap looks really nice with it as well. Um, but the headstock's really interesting too. It looks like like wings, like dragon wings. Yeah. 
And it says Paul Peralta on the back, so I'm assuming he at least used to skate. <laughs> Dragons for Paul Peralta. Unless that's the customer. No, Paul Peralta's a skateboard company, mate. Come on, mate. Where were you in the is 80s, it? 90s? Well, that's not a deck then, is it? That's not a skateboard deck, is it? No, that's a Paul Peralta sign. It's on the back. Oh, is it? Oh, okay. Yeah, All right. It's a dragon. Um, oh, dude. Yeah, man. I don't know about that. I was, I was, I didn't have, I didn't have a name brand skateboard. I was too poor. <laughs> <laughs> we used, we used to put lumps of four by two on the ground and roll on tennis balls. So, <laughs> yeah, skate or die, mate. Skate or die. Skate or die. Yes, yeah, skate. I used to skate and die. <laughs> we, I don't know. We used to get. We used to the be, The best thing we ever did. We used to, used to tighten up the trucks on the skateboard so that they wouldn't move. And I used to go up the top of, um, to, in Caloundra, where I grew up, there was a, at, at um, Moffat Beach. There's Moffat Beach Headlands, and it's not super long, but it's long enough. And the, the descent's like 33 degrees. It's like mental. It's mentally steep. And we used to skateboard down that. And it was just how we weren't killed by oncoming traffic or whatever. I have no idea. It was just like absolutely insane so that's that's probably the, the craziest thing that we ever used to do oh we also used to do the bmx bandit trick you know when they used to stand up on their bike and they'd stand up you put oh. you put your foot like you put your one foot would be on the crossbar in front of you and then your other foot would be behind the seat where you where your reflector would have been taken off and you just basically yeah. slide down hands up and go down that that was just anyway which is weird because for me i would have thought the weirdest thing you can do is dress like nicole kidman then yeah, or have the hair, you know. <laughs> yeah, but they're all wearing the same thing. They're all wearing the, the BMX, the BMX getup, man. <laughs> and I always she loved. Like she didn't do that at those those stunts herself. No, but I, I always did love the scene where they were coming down the water slide, and it was so obvious they take they took the pedals off the bike. <laughs> they, all the pedals were off. The, the pedals were taken. The pedals were taken off the bike. That was so funny. Uh, yeah, the Bones Brigade is what we think. What I'm thinking of, I think that's what they were called, Bones Brigade. Skate or Die and Pal Peralta. Yeah, I think there were a whole bunch of young people. I think even possibly Tony Hawk was involved with that sort of stuff. So and, I thought, uh, I think they were, I think they got fairly ripped off most. Of <laughs> well, see, I thought that I thought that was the company. I thought that was the person he was sending it to. So <laughs> uh, anyway, look, let's 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 move let's move on very briefly. Um, we've got. Look, we were talking about. I know I hijacked you earlier with with that slight change of topic. With you know between. That's okay, man. I, I'm deal with it. But um, what I was thinking about was, I tend to get a lot of people coming in and seeing it, seeing me at the shop, and the idea is that they want to get cigar box guitars. And they want to kind of go busking. What uh, you know? Oh, I want a cigar box guitar. I want to go busking, or I want to go and um, you know I want to take it on a campfire with me. You know, that's that's the couple couple of people who've bought in the last couple of weeks have said, Oh look, we're going bush and we just I just want to take a small guitar, so a cigar box guitar is kind of perfect. Yep. And I just want to go and take like just go and sing some campfire songs with some mates, uh, or the kids or whatever, and then just you know, keep it nice and easy. And I was thinking, well, what would be like a dream rig? What would be like a really cool rig? I don't know whether you'd had a chance to kind of have a think much about it or what of, of what kind of guitars. Uh, yeah. What were you thinking? Well, to, to be honest, I, I've, I've never been a busker myself. I did have quite a few little practice amps. Yeah. Um, 
Well, look, a three-stringer is, is the way to go. I would not go a slide. I would actually go a fretted guitar. Yep. And you can, you know, maybe with a bit of high action. Uh, I've got a couple of, you know, Roland Cubes, which I love, the yep. Micro Cubes. And that's pretty much it. Yeah, <laughs> no, that's, that's, that's... Look, any, any, any builder out there, if you said, okay, well... And I, I'm not going to count stuff that we make or stuff that I sell. So I'm not going to promote anyone I sell. I'm not saying saying me. So I'm just going to say, like, have you, who have you seen? Who's a builder that you went, oh, look, I could take that guitar. That would be, be one. Oh, man, Off the top of your question. head. <laughs> There's so many guitars there. There's a guy in the, uh, what's his name? Junkin Guitars from New Zealand? Who is he? Oh, I think his name's Richard Hyde. He oh, makes okay. some really nice guitars, man. H-I-D-E or H-Y-D-E? Yeah. H-I-D-E? Hi. I think I'll that's his name. Out. Man, I, I'm, yeah, I'll check him out because I, I, I reckon like New Zealand is, is untapped territory for us, man. I agree, man. Oh. And once again, you think it's bad for us in shipping? They've they got it worse. Oh. <laughs> it's, yeah, but I, I've had four orders in the last two months from New Zealand. Oh, wow. It's been great. <laughs> It's like, I want more. <laughs> anyway, sorry. So so what does he build? A uh, cigar box guitar, I think, in particular, but he does. I think he does other guitars as well. Yeah. I was just looking at one the other day, actually. I can't, I'm just trying to figure out if I can find something. I hope he doesn't mind. I'm sorry, Richard, if you mind. <laughs> well, we're promoting him. Um, no, this no, is blatant no. promotion. <laughs> Unless he's trying to hide from the world. Yes, it's true. No, no, <laughs> I'm not in New Zealand. I'm in Patagonia. <laughs> yeah, I'm just trying to think. I'm trying to think of what his uh, actual cigar, bo- the, 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 his business name is called. For some reason, I thought it was Junkin Guitars. Junkin, Junkin, like I'm junking it. Yeah. Or junking it. I can't do it. I was going to do a Kiwi accent. You can't on that one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, junk and guitars. Here he is. Is this it? So junk J U N K I N. No, J U N K. Yeah. Um. Apostrophe N apostrophe guitars. Oh, cool! New friends. There you go. We found new friends. Awesome. <laughs> I think it's him. He, he some time ago he made a like a flying V type guitar, and I loved it. I, I was pretty. <laughs> Quite, quite the fan. Yeah, but would you take that on? Would you take that on a camp? I think he's done a couple of solid body three strings too, so I could be wrong. Okay, <laughs> so for me, I was just thinking. Well, first thing I thought was, would I take a PZO one or would I take a magnetic pickup? Would I take magnetic fretless pickup. or fretted? And originally, I was thinking fretless and slide because I, I, I'm kind of thinking, I'm going through a slide renaissance at the moment. I'm playing a lot of slide again. Um, but there is something to be said about having a fretted instrument if you can. Um, yes. I think you, I think if I was going to have, I think if I was going to have a fret, uh, a fretless one, I, I think I'd definitely go for one of Nigel's. Cause I seen, I saw that again. I saw one of Nigel's beautiful guitars again on Facebook just recently. A couple of, I think a few days ago. And they always love them with the key. And he, I think he's just used the last of his Greek keys as well. He said. And uh, there's that, and I just thought, you know, because I'm just playing a lot of slide at the moment. And then I thought, on top of that, what I might, end, what I probably end up taking would be something like a, um, uh, a pig nose, although just a basic, very simple pig nose. 
Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's good. This yeah, no, no effects, no nothing, just just blatant. And I, I suppose the reason for that was I watched Crossroads recently too. So Ralph Marchio had his telly going through his through his pig nose, and of course it sounded about fifteen thousand times louder and bigger than it would normally. <laughs> it's amazing how pig nose can sound like a fender twin. <laughs> yeah, but not a massive boogie. No. <laughs> No, absolutely not. All right, so that's kind of that's kind of cool. Um, look, just just on an outro, I just wanted to make a special mention of uh, a couple of customers of mine. Um, a little while ago, I got uh, I had a family actually come into the shop one day, and um, they were looking for a cigar box guitar for their son. He never played before. Uh, I think he was a, I think he was about eleven. And he ended up buying a, a, a fretless cigar box guitar with a magnetic pickup. And um, the family were really great. The, I think they had three, ki- three kids. Mum and Dad all came in and, and he was trying the guitar. And he was playing some great stuff. Uh, but he obviously just started. Well, let me tell you, um, I've just gotten a video from, from uh, the dad, uh, Gary. Uh, Gary, who's his dad, of his young son, Jack, playing with, uh, with his, his, um, his siblings. And I've got to tell you, they've got a little band called Hollow Point. They're based in um, uh, they're based in uh, Lithgow, I think, around Lithgow. And this kid, he's playing ACDC on it now. Uh, his yeah. sister, when they did their very first gig, his sister had only been playing drums for four weeks, right? And they did they did ACDC. They were playing ACDC songs, and the, and the other sister was actually singing. And now I think they've got an older brother on bass. And I just wanted to say, for, for anyone who's, who's ever kind of poo-pooed the idea of cigar box guitars, and because and, you do get people coming in looking at the guitars going, are they real or are you just hang them on the wall? You know, and, it's, and this kid, he is absolutely slamming. He's just playing so well. And, he's, and it's all slide. He's, he's playing slide cigar box guitar. And um, I just wanted to give a big shout out to Jack his, uh, and his um, his his, uh, his family, um, and I just think that they're, they're absolutely brilliant out there. You know, living the rock and roll dream. Uh, the mum and dad, um, Gary, and I apologise, I can't I can't remember um, mum's name. I don't know. I didn't write. Didn't have a chance to write it down. But you'd never meet two more supportive parents in your life. Just doing everything and anything they can to let their kids make noise. And I just my hats off to them. So a, a big um, a big shout out to um, uh, to those guys out at Lithgow um, Hollow Point. Hope hopefully we'll see them one day out there and you know playing the playing the big centres. And you never know. This is the future of rock and roll. Looks pretty good when you look at these kids, mate. I'm telling you, I got a I got a music shop, and the amount of kids that are coming in. You know, and they're you know they're they're in their early teens or you know their late teens, and stuff they're playing, it's just so. Whenever people someone says, "Oh, there's no more rock and roll stars, there's no more guitar heroes," nah, that's not true. They're out there. They're Absolutely, out there. I agree. Absolutely, mate. All right, so I suppose look, top tip for the week. We're going to finish off with our top tips. My top tip is going to be I'll come back to what we opened with. Um. Look, don't be afraid of finding things that inspire you, finding things that um, really uh, get you wanting to actually build something, um, you know, whether it's a cigar box guitar or whatever it is. But take that thing and make it your own. 
Do something different with it. Take it further. Than, it's the old cliche, but do. Take it, take it and then take it further than where you found it. Don't copy, but do something really cool with someone's idea. Because that, I tell you what, there's nothing like when you see something and you think, I, I know I inspired that. Or Like I said, when that guy contacted me, he said, oh, look at these beautiful guitars that I made. Because I, I bought a Lightning Boy guitar and I wanted to do something like that. But he didn't copy it. They weren't the same. But I saw what he'd kind of taken and he took it He took it elsewhere. He took it and he did something different with it. And I love that. I thought that was that was really, really, really cool. So please, guys, get out there and build. Have fun. Uh, be inspired by other people. And then take it and do your own thing. What do you reckon, Mark? I agree. But I'm gonna, my top tip is a little bit different today. I, I, I think if you've got an idea... So even if it's something simple as a jig you've built to help you build more CBGs, then post it. Get yes. everyone else into it. You make our lives easier because not a lot of people out there can afford high-end tools or even crappy tools. Mm. And so if you can make someone else's life easier, do it. There's plenty of us out here who will, I would kill for a few more jig ideas, yeah. <laughs> not building ideas out there. Not the guitar themselves, but how you do it. Yeah. I think it's important to, to bring that along. Scrap of timber. A couple of my, you know, I, I built a, a neck angle jig out of some scrap, scrap, not crap ply. Well, actually, it wasn't great, but some scrap ply, and it worked a treat. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, I, within weeks, I saw another person doing the same thing, and I thought, this is great. This, That's is, this is what I want, making life people easier. That's it. That's it. That's don't be afraid to share. I suppose I, I don't want to come across yes. as... As Mr. 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 Down and Mr. Like Mr. Oh, I'm all nasty. I'm not. This is just one situation. I gotta. I gotta. Please, let me put that caveat in for this. It's one situation that's happened in the last six years, but it really just ticked me off. It did. You know. It was like oh. you're allowed to feel that way. And I'm look. And I'm. I'm. You know. I'm happy to put ideas out there. I think the whole idea of doing the podcast was that I do want to share ideas, and I love sharing ideas. And, you know, I've done a heap of videos on, you know, on, on YouTube and stuff like that about, you know, I don't ask for money or for anything or, you know, whatever, but for any of that sort of yep. stuff. But it's 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 awesome. Like, it's awesome sharing. I don't remember back to the video that you did on, uh, you know, that time-lapse video that you did on, on shaping that neck. You know, I've never seen yeah. a, a neck shaped and done in, in, in three minutes so quickly. <laughs> I, I often get frustrated that I can't do it as fast. <laughs> yeah, it certainly doesn't take that long in real life. No, no, no. Well, that's hence the reason I have a table router now. So, <laughs> zip, zip, that's it. <laughs> I still do it by hand. Oh, you lunatic. You're freaking lunatic. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, look, that's been episode 59. Um, I, I do hope everyone's enjoyed it. Um, please. Uh, if you're not on the group, if this is the first time that you've, you've listened to the show, um, thank you very much for listening. Uh, we do hope that you'll um, you'll go and visit us over at the Cigarbox Guitar Builder group. Uh, there is um, a Cigarbox Guitar Builder YouTube channel. Uh, we also have the Cigar uh, Birdwood Guitars uh, YouTube channel as well. Uh, as uh, you can also find me at birdwoodguitars.com. You can find Mark at. Uh, CBG Emporium.com. That's, that's it. That's <laughs> fantastic place. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Uh, yeah, look, it's uh, as I said, you know, Mark and I, you know, we're, we're if anyone's endorsing the show, we're, we're endorsed by Birdwood Guitars and, and CBG Emporium unofficially. <laughs> if anyone else wants to endorse us or sponsor the show, please get in contact with us. We're open to it. So <laughs> we are. We are. <laughs> we don't have to, but it's nice to. And again, look, thank you very much for those people who've been listening to the show, who've supported the show, who comment on the show who um, are following us, um, uh, who are following the uh, the podcast as well. Um, if you know friends who you think might be interested, please share uh, share what we're doing. Um, and if you have any questions uh, or suggestions for future shows, please don't hesitate to contact us or leave some messages on the, uh, on the Facebook group. Uh, so it's uh, goodbye from me. And it's goodbye from me. All right. Mark, I'll sign off and I'll... Uh, I'll talk to you soon. All right. Thanks, everybody. Bye. Oh.